0: Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield.
1: How's it going, Cassie?
0: Going well, Michael. What about you?
1: It's going pretty good. Pretty good. I know right now you just said bye to your last patient, right? So right now are you working at your practice or are you associating right now?
0: Today I'm working at my practices, but I associate um, about three days a week. And now and I also work my own practice three days a week. So I work basically six days straight and I have my Sundays off, but it's only for about two more weeks and then I work here full time, which will be four days.
1: Are you are you feeling it? Like do you feel it like, oh man, I'm more I, like Sunday off is not enough or or do you feel like, Oh, I can't wait to get back into the groove of things. <laughs> Hurry up Sunday.
0: You know, I think I'm just still in the honeymoon. I'm so high and happy on the fact that I open my doors and I'm seeing patients come through my doors that I don't even have time to be tired and, and think about, oh my gosh, I'm working six days straight. How is it going to work? Last week was the first day or first week I worked six days straight and I was fine. You're right. By the time Sunday came, I was like, oh, this, it feels nice to sleep in a little bit, (laughs) but it was fine working six days straight actually because like I said, I'm just so excited and happy to be in my own practice, my own space and the vision is, you know, unfolding every day, so yeah, Yeah. it was
1: fine. What's sleeping in to you? Like, is it, because I talk talk (laughs) to people and sometimes they're like, oh, I wake up at six, that's me sleeping in and I'm like, okay, that's not for me?
0: Uh, Well, for me sleeping in is nine, like yeah, nine, which is I guess not crazy but considering I'm always up before like six o'clock in the morning usually. Yeah. So waking up, you know, at nine o'clock is sleeping in
1: for me and I enjoy it
0: and I'll take whatever I can.
1: <laughs> I know, yeah. Do, on So then on Sundays, is it more like just you're relaxing or you're like, okay, I got to prep for the week on Sundays. Like, you know, oh, my practice, I got to make sure everything's working. Or like, what do you do normally? Because you only get one day, right, to yourself pretty much.
0: Exactly. Well, this is the first Sunday where I actually, you know, only had that day off. Usually I have, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sundays off as an mm. associate. Um, mm-hmm. So this was my first. So I don't have like a routine yet for just having Sundays off. And I think it really won't become a routine because I just have two more weeks of working six days straight and then I'll be in my own practice. But what I did is, of course, um, I go to church mm-hmm. and then after that we have brunch with the family and then we get ready for a week. That I means cooking and cleaning and laundry, all that fun stuff, you know, yeah. we do that. And of course, I stop in the practice, make sure all the paperwork is done, uh, make sure I'm looking at my schedule, things like that. What needs to be ordered? What little notes do I need to, you know, put aside for my team? Because they come into work on Mondays, even though I'm not there on Mondays, to answer the phone, to tidy up the place, to make sure they're ready for our patients on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I usually give them like nice little honey-do list of things that I want executed to prepare us well for our Tuesdays. So we take off running come Tuesday, see our, see our patients because we're pretty much booked when we are here. So we need to make sure we're preparing for that. So yeah, okay. so Sundays are laid back, but a little bit of you know preparation for our yeah. Mondays and our weeks.
1: Yeah, I think like for a, stuff, yeah. I think with a, lo- a lot of entrepreneurs, it's like that. Like they just. Prepare, uh, like, Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, right, for the rest of the week. Now, you said um, you have your staff come in on Monday for a, uh, the to-dos, right, that you make them do or you uh, ask them to do, but also to answer yeah. phones. But don't you – you have a, a service, right, for the – answering
0: phones yeah I do have that but sometimes I think it's also nice to have like a person there also answering the phone like I rely on my answering service when we're not there so during lunch after hours weekends like they expect for an answering service to kind of answer but I think during the week it's also nice to have a warm body there especially on Mondays when we have a lot of emergency calling us or Mm. people that just want an appointment it's nice to have a friendly voice pick up the phone and help you Um, Also, we have walk-ins. I'm right across the street from the only elementary school in town. Uh So people just drive up and make appointments. So location, location, location. Yeah. So I like having someone here to accommodate those walk-ins. Yeah. So there's also a lot of background stuff that also always needs to be worked on. So they Mm -hmm. they stay busy. Trust me. They stay busy. They're buying insurance. Um, processing claims, also making sure the office looks neat, um, making sure our computers are working properly. There's always something as a business owner, I'm learning all the background stuff. There's always something that needs to be fixed or repaired or worked on or some training that needs to be done. We have so much so many pieces of new equipment that my team, they may have been in dentistry for a while but they didn't work with that specific piece of equipment. So they need to train on it. Like I care of They need to train on iTero or even IsoDry. They need to train on that. So instead of, you know, using our time when we see patients to train, I say, okay, just come in on the day that I'm not here. Go ahead and train. Get it all out the way Mm -hmm. so you're ready to go when our patients come and need that service. So, yeah, they stay busy.
1: Okay. Do you know how many calls you're getting a day normally? Oh,
0: that's a good question. Yeah. that's You know, when I look, it It goes from sometimes – four to eleven it just depends on the day if it's a weekend if it's a weekday so i would say between four i would say maybe at least seven it seems like if i had to give you like an average hmm. um and some of them are people that are trying to sell me something sometimes <laughs> people that <are> <laughs> for an answer to a question as far as insurance or yeah. do we do this procedure um and sometimes people are just calling to make appointments um, and, you know, we have so many ways for people to get in. We have local med for online booking. We have the 24-hour answering service. Plus, we have that chat now for through Swell where people are just, like, leaving us messages, hey, do you have appointments? I have a toothache. Can you see me? Or what else did they ask me? Oh, do you take my insurance? So we're checking our emails all the time because patients are communicating with us in all types of ways and we just need to be prepared at all times, whether it be text, Mm -hmm. email, or calling us. And I just can't imagine if I didn't have these resources, how many patients I would leave on the table, like how many lost opportunities I would have. So I'm really grateful for all these services that I have, even though, you know, as a startup, you're like, my budget's tight, I really can't afford 20 different services. Yeah. but there are certain services when it comes to patients trying to communicate with you and trying to get in and trying to get an appointment or a question answered you need to be accessible even if you have to pay for that accessibility you need to be accessible so I say go ahead spend a little bit of money up front and you'll be grateful because you're not wasting your marketing dollars you're not wasting your ground marketing dollars your direct mail or your Facebook, Google AdWords you're not wasting that money because once they call or text or email, and you can't answer their question,
1: or you're not available. They're on to the next doctor that can.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I've noticed that. I've
1: noticed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, you mentioned the swell, swell CX, right? Um, they have a chat service, but I've never really like asked somebody all about that. D- do you see inquiries coming in, or like you only see like one, and then they ask like, oh, a silly question, or how does that work?
0: legitimate questions actually i had a patient that had like an emergency situation and she was like oh hi i can you help me and you know when i found saw the email i replied like i'm like oh sorry to hear about your you know dental emergency um yes we see patients that have dental emergencies would you like to set up an appointment and i just text her back and i text her late because i received the email pretty late Mm -hmm. and um he replied back and then I replied back. but to be honest because it wasn't like an instant text it wasn't like a text that was sent to my phone it was sent to my email. she already called someone else and she was able to get an appointment and it was literally within minutes like she texted me like at nine o nine o eight, and replied back to my text when I said I could help her the day before.
1: Got you
0: you call her by the time she hit the computer was about to call the patient and the patient text back said, Oh, actually I have an appointment with someone else already. So you have to move quickly, but I was still happy that I was able to read that text to know that if I was in front of my computer and I was able to reply back to that patient, possibly that patient would have been a new patient on my books. Mm-hmm. So I just love having that resource there, but you have to be on it. You have to reply quickly because, once again, they're on to the next doctor that can reply quickly.
1: Do you think so, uh, that could, like, ever be delegated, like, to one of your staff members? or Go on. Yeah, no, no. I was just thinking that. Do you think – or do, does everybody get it? Or is it, like, a, only a one specific email that gets, like, the chat?
0: Um, it, it just goes straight to my office email. And when we open the email, we see it. I think I think it would be nice if if they were able to send us like a real quick text since a lot of these patients, some of them actually have like emergencies. Mm-hmm. So checking your email, especially over the weekend, not as often, you may miss opportunities. Where if it was a text, I'll say, "Oh, I'll, let me text the patient real quickly back." So just receiving an email. Sometimes it's great, but I think there's room for improvement if it was, like, an instant text.
1: Yeah, to, like, actually – but still, yeah, you know, you're know, you right. It still is super awesome for you to get, like, that opportunity. You know what I mean? As a new patient, it's just exactly. got to be either exactly. on it or, like you said, like, an instant text, too. would be kind of cool. So, But that's awesome. That's really cool.
0: Exactly. I like that feature. I really do like that feature because once we check our emails, we see it quickly and we can respond. And a lot of it's not emergencies, like, insurance questions or – you know, are you taking new patients? Do you do implants? So a lot of it's not emergencies where you need to text back right away. But I like responding back right away.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Except for, like, (laughs) do you ever – do you remember – have you ever played that? Or not played that, but, you know, whenever it was, like, somebody – Somebody would text you, and then you're like, "Oh, I don't want to look desperate, so I'm gonna like count ten minutes and then reply back." Uh, <laughs> That's the only time, only time, wherever it's like, let me um uh, take my time replying. Back. But I get you though. You act like this. I'm a busy dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I get you. But uh, other than that, what has been going on so far in your practice? So you've been open for about how many weeks?
0: Um, I would say it's still basically a week because last week was my first full week for the first time. Last time we mm-hmm. spoke, I just did one day and then I was on Thanksgiving break. So I wouldn't consider that really an add on. It was like one day I worked out of the whole month.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: So I would say in total, I have worked five days. That's probably a more accurate
1: Five days. I've
0: worked five days total. Yes. Okay. And it's just been amazing. How many
1: mm-hmm. new, how many patients have you seen so far in the five days?
0: So far I've seen oh, wow, that's a good question. I see about five to six patients a day because I see my patients in hour and a half increments. Mm-hmm. I try not to rush with my new patient experience. I try to really get to know the patients and really do a comprehensive evaluation to just add value to it, um, for them to trust us because like I said, first time I feel like people do business with people they trust and like and I feel like you can't rush that process. So I just take my time. So with that type of setup I only could see so many patients. That means the maximum I could see if it's all adults is five. If it's a mixture of adults and kids is about six. So between five and six patients I see a day. And um and right now we're pretty much booked until January. Um nice because because of the setup. You know, I don't see 20 patients a day and I do my own hygiene, so yeah, it's been great. And patients have been really open to it. They understand that, you know, they may not get a cleaning that day. It may just be a full evaluation, presentation of a treatment plan. And since, you know, that's just what we're doing from day one, they're accepting of it, they're not disappointed that they're not getting cleaning or anything. And some of them do have time for cleaning. And sometimes they don't have time for cleaning. And what I do to really make sure they understand that I respect their time, I usually appoint them for their cleaning. The second visit and also like a, a different type of procedure like a restorative procedure like a like a, a filling or a crown so they feel like you know yes I have to come back a second time but I'm getting a lot done I'm not just getting a clean I'm also getting a filling I'm also getting a crown and also keeps like you know the production you know there for me as well so it works out great I'm not rushing them and then they also get two things the next visit.
1: Oh, wow. I like that. So then do you ever think the number is going to maybe bump up a little bit, maybe? Or are you always going to want to see five patients a day all the time?
0: (laughs) For me, it's about quality (laughs) than quantity. Like, I truly always envisioned of doing procedures that take a little bit longer than doing really small procedures. Like I feel like I love niche dentistry, like I love implant dentistry, I love IV sedation, I love doing third molars, you know, things that take a little bit more time, but are high production cases. Um, So that's what I envision ultimately, like not having to see a bunch of patients, but still doing very well, you know, doing things that I love and that I've trained to do. Um, But I don't plan on just being like, five patients forever because Eventually after a few months I'll have enough patients to hire a hygienist part-time so she'll be able to do the cleanings and I'll focus more on more productive type of work. And I'll also have the cash flow to hire another assistant. So mm-hmm. my first column could be more of the production type of things. And then the second column could be more of the things that are productive but not heavy when it comes to doctor time. For example, Maybe the first column would be like an implant placement or a crown and bridge procedure. But the second column would be more as a seat crown or a diagnostic impression to, to, to do dentures or a mm-hmm. um, occlusal guard, which doesn't really require too much of me. The assistant could take an impression for an occlusal guard. She could also see um, a temporary that broke off. So there's possible production in my second column. And also a lot of production in my first column, but it's very little doctor time. So when patients are getting numb in the first column, I could jump in the second column and seat my crown. I could jump in the second column and look at the impression, make sure it's looking good, or look at the scan, make sure it looks good. We're producing, but I'm not there heavily. But you need staff to do that. And that's the goal (laughs) where as I grow, I have more staff. So when you have more staff, you're more productive because you could have more patients on your books. But right now with two employees, One assistant and one receptionist, there's only so many patients you could, you know, put on your books and not make the patients feel rushed. Um, And that's Mm -hmm. like what I don't want. I want my patients to feel relaxed, happy. We value that to make sure we have a solid new patient experience, make sure we have solid systems in place. Um, So when we're adding more patients and adding more team members, it doesn't become too messy and the vision Mm -hmm. is still clear. So uh, right now, I feel like this is the time to train, this is the time to get things in order. So we're preparing for growth.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like that. I I really, um, because here's the thing, I feel like a lot of the times, especially when people are in your position who are a startup as well, uh, it's kind of like, well, we need more new patients to get more of this profit or revenue and then to hire more people. So uh, for example, when people sign up to like the ground marketing workshop or something, right? There's a question on there that says, if we were to like how many new patients are you getting right now monthly right and if they let's just say they say 10 and then the question asks if we were to double that in the next 60 days can you handle that and everybody always says yes but then when we come on we talk to them on the phone it kind of turns out that like okay you're the only one working i don't think you guys can handle this but i feel like you've um you know the flow of your practice. You know what I mean? Before it's actually going to be busy, you kind of know it's how it's going to turn out from the beginning. Does that make sense? No,
0: it makes sense. Because, like, it makes sense. And I think, like, right now, I guess if I think about it, you remember I just told you the number? Yeah. Five to six patients a day. That's a lot of new patients in a month. Like, if yeah. right now all I see is new patients, I'm here three days a week. That's about 15 to 17 new patients a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in two weeks, you're talking about 32. So in a month, how much is that? So sixty. that's yeah. a really good number. Yes, I'm not seeing, you know, 10 new patients a day. I don't have, but for me, five is enough. Yeah. And not that yeah. the new patient experience. And guess what? All the patients left an appointment every single one. Whether it be a six-month recall because they had no restorative need, or they left with an appointment that's for a recall plus an appointment for a restorative need and preventive, preventive. So every patient left. So I see it as okay. In six months, I'll have some type of revenue coming in from that patient, or in a few weeks, I have some revenue coming back from that patient because they're coming back with an appointment. To me, that's success. Yes, I didn't see twenty patients that day, but. I have yeah. patients coming back. To me, that's the sign of success, not the one patient that comes in, does their exam, does their quick cleaning, and they're freebie, and they're gone. And I never see them again. Yeah. Because they always say, what's the value of a patient? A reoccurring patient is way more valuable than that one patient that we kind of rush through the process that didn't have a good experience. They're not leaving a review. They're not referring their friends and family. That's mm-hmm. not the patient I'm seeking. I'm seeking pa- I'm that patient that comes in and is wowed by us. Because we're treating them like gold, okay? Yes, we didn't get a lot of production in that day, but I know it's coming. So it's like a, a like an investment, if that makes
1: sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know. it makes a lot of sense.
0: Um,
1: yeah. yeah, I like it because yeah, it, you're kind of like saying, and this is a good key point for everybody like to take home with is to really slow down and focus on the quality of your work, right? You didn't. Like how would you feel if you went to dental school and all the teachers rushed you, right? They just rush through the whole process so you can hurry up and be a dentist. So they can look good. It doesn't make any sense, right? So I mean it's really you spent as much time to to create what you what you are and the work that you can do so it's really important to slow down and focus on the quality. And then you talked about reviews, right? And I know you messaged me the other day, and you were, like, super happy about, like, what your patients are saying. So talk to me about that.
0: Yes. I think the key is a new patient experience. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. The fact that we're slowing down. There's someone that tagged this phrase, slow dentistry. (laughs) Ah. I think that's what it is. We're slowing it down for the patients. They love the fact that we're letting them talk. Like, literally, I schedule an hour and a half, and the patients are sitting with me for almost, like, sometimes 30 minutes, just talking, talking about Thanksgiving, talking about what their plans are for Christmas, how many children they have, you know, what, what educational what payment they have, just talking about, people love talking about themselves. And the fact that I'm sitting here <laughs> listening, like a friend uh, or a family member, they love it. They love it. Mm-hmm. And they see there's a difference. They're not a number. I truly care. I really want to get to know what their favorite color is, <laughs> what sports team they love. And what exactly is their goals for their mouth? I'm listening to them mm-hmm. and we're addressing it. And I think that's helping with my case acceptance. And that's also helping with them going out and being raving fans. So they're going out and leaving Google reviews. They're going out leaving Facebook reviews because before, you know, I let them go or my team let them go, we felt, so how was it today? How was the experience? Mm-hmm. We want to hear who was epic it was amazing because that's what we're doing. We're giving them something that's a little bit different than what they're used to, which I know is so cliche. Our our tag thing is, you know, we want to give you an epic dental experience and we want to live up to that hype. Not just the first few months we're open or first few years, like every time you come here, we want to make sure you're having an epic dental because that means we're listening, we know you, and we're doing things just a little bit extra. And the reason why is more like what Chris felt teaches like the psychology of dentistry is, is reciprocity, you're giving them so much you're giving them like a free care as a gift, or you're giving them such a nice experience, you're offering them beverages and snacks, they want to come back for their treatment, if they are going to get the treatment, they want to come back to mm-hmm. you. Um, and that's what I find patients are saying, Yes, Michael, like, Yes, yes, yes. They're asking mm-hmm. me about elective care. They're asking me about endigma. They're asking me about cosmetic care implants. And they're like, No, we want I want it all and I'm like blown away. Like, you know, this is my first rodeo. Yeah. I'm like, You you want whitening? Like you want elective care? Like you want all these they're like, Yeah, yeah, I want it. Can you like tell me like how much I'm like, Okay, no problem <laughs> And I think it's because they feel like they're doing business with a friend. They're in a if they're in your home, they're not just in a sterile dental office. And the presentation that we're providing is making them feel comfortable. If I am going to get a crown, I'm going to get it here. If I am going to do whitening, I'm going to get it here. If I am going to do Invisalign, I'm going to do it here because I feel like I know Dr. Joseph, not only in this setting, not only in this office, but also like on Facebook. I, I followed her. Mm-hmm. I watch her videos. I watch, I see her pictures. I see what she's doing in the community. Um, I think that's what it does also when he walks through the door, my patients and I just like shaking my hands, half of them, if not more, giving me hugs. (laughs) But it's like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you in person. And it's because I think I take the risk and I put myself out there on Facebook lives and you know, I go out there into the community and I get to know people. So when they finally see me, they know how I look. They know how I sound. They somewhat know my personality. So I'm not like a 100% complete stranger. So I'm actually dealing with a warm audience. So I think that's why I'm getting more guesses than I actually ever imagined I could get. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I think that's what it is. I think that's what the secret sauce is, but I'm not sure, <laughs> but I think I'm going away myself. I yeah. have a question mark, right? Like, I have a question mark, but guess what? I'm happy. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. What are you doing for your social media lives, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Like, as far as, like, what are the topics?
1: Yeah, like, do you just kind of, for example, do you say, like, one, two, three, and then record, and then just say whatever's on your mind, or do you kind of have, like, a schedule, (laughs) like, an outline, or, or how do you do that?
0: Oh, yeah, like the Facebook Live, I basically just give the patients tours. That was before I opened. I would just give them tours of the space, Mm -hmm. and that seemed to work. And if I did a ground marketing event, I would, you know, tell them what's going on, and please come visit me. Um, What else would I do live? I would do giveaways over the summer. I would do a summer giveaway. That really helps with engagement. Um, Also... Now that I'm open, Mm -hmm. you know, it depends what I'm doing. Like right now I'm doing, I'm partnering up with Toys for Tots. I'm doing a toy drive in my office. My goal is to fill the box full of toys. So that's what I did. I did a Facebook Live, basically letting them know I'm doing this and that I would love for them to stop by and donate, you know, a toy, an unwrapped toy. So it just depends what we're doing.
1: Um, I take a lot of
0: pictures from my patients, You know, some patients Mm -hmm. celebrate birthdays, you know, my first patient. So I just take pictures all the time. I have, like, ambassadors in the town that come in. I take pictures with them to thank them. Um, So it just depends. Yeah, it depends. I I post reviews. I just do a, a few different things to just stay engaged and relevant and just let them know I'm here, I'm excited, you know, please come in whenever, make an appointment or stop by, take a tour. yeah.
1: What, uh, that's good so uh, I guess it's more like what because uh, I get, I feel like I get this question quite a bit is like hey I'm not even open yet we're barely construction or like construction barely just started what do I even post right and I I mean you can start obviously documenting your whole journey but I like what you said like you know what I mean when you're out ground marketing or when you're out doing some type of like event you can post about that right, or whenever you are open and then you, like, are doing a Toys for Tots or anything like that, post about it. Now, do you do all Facebook Lives on that, or, or do you have, like, a ratio, like, okay, at least once a week, I got to do a Facebook Live, or what do you normally do? Um,
0: when Before I opened, I would say consistently, at least once a week, I did a Facebook Live. Um, now that I'm open, you know, I haven't really been open that long, really, I've been open what a week. Um, I've done one Facebook Live and i posted like almost every other day about what's going on in the office. Um, But like once a week. There's always something to talk about once a week. Yeah. Um, So um, I think my next Facebook Live will probably be when I do my seven days of giving from the holidays. I'll probably discuss that and, you know, let people know that we plan on giving away a lot of cool stuff. And maybe every day I'll do the giveaway and I'll actually announce it live. And I actually like live now because maybe I'm a little bit lazy. <laughs> I don't have to edit. Yeah. I don't have to edit. I don't have to go back and say, oh, that's not perfect. For you I about that. that wasn't good enough. That doesn't look right. No. Live, you just go for it, and it is what it is. And things I think like when you're authentic and you're normal. Yeah. And things happen in the background that you're not anticipating. So, and Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, if you're not comfortable with Facebook Live, it's okay to just record it. Anything is better than nothing. I sometimes I'll put a story out as well. Anything just to stay in front of your audience at all times so they can see your face. So when they are ready for that dinner work, bam, they call you. Yeah. They call you or they message you real quick. Like I said, all my patients so far, when I tell them, I ask them, how'd you hear about us? They're like Facebook. Everyone is Facebook. 100% of all my patients right now have been Facebook and maybe Delta Dental because I am in network with Delta Dental Premier. So maybe there's a list going out and maybe they find me on the list. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But if it's not on that one list, then it's on Facebook. So I would say probably to be more accurate, 98% are from Facebook, 2% maybe the Delta Dental list.
1: That's good. That's so good. Okay, yeah. So then be active then. That's pretty much. And then really quick, how many reviews do you have so far right now? Uh, I know you've been open only for like a week, but if you're getting like five patients, just curious. Oh,
0: review. so I got two Google reviews so far. I get some patients I actually have a Google account. <laughs> and <laughs> then I have about six Facebook reviews. So total, eight reviews. Yeah. Wow. Total, I would say eight reviews.
1: Yeah. Does, um,
0: yeah.
1: Does, I was going to say, does, uh, now, because you're with Swell, so do they, like, message it out to Facebook or Google, or do you get a pick, or how does that work?
0: I believe they get either a text or email requesting that they review us, and, um, so they tend to follow through, and also, we tell, we ask them before they leave. You know, how how was your experience today? And when they tell us, oh, it was amazing, it was epic. I was like, do you have friends and family that you would mind? Would you mind sharing that with your friends and family? They're like, mm-hmm. yes, of course. I was like, awesome. You may get a link tonight. Um, just asking you to give us a quick review. Do you mind doing that for us? I'm like, sure, no problem. I'll get on it. Like, yeah, you just have to like ask them and, and they tend to say yes and some of them they say yes and they still don't do it but most of them say yes and they do it yeah. um, so just have to make sure you're asking them and let's say after a few days you still know there's no, in- there's no review um, I have Modento too so Modento allows me to manually send them another little reminder mm-hmm. so while it's automatic and Modento I use for the more manual so after like a day or two I'm like, hmm, they haven't reviewed us let's see if we could like you know remind them of it you know, life happens before you know it, they really have intentions of reviewing you but they get busy and they mm-hmm. forget so i find that that's also another way to get people to review you so i'm using two different resources right now
1: awesome okay and then it's time to to vent a little cassandra so like what has been your biggest concern so far this week and how is it making you feel
0: my biggest concern is all like the logistic things that I'm not used to and I just don't want to drop the ball. Like I have now that I'm not only a dentist, I'm also like a business owner, mm-hmm. a practice manager, slash cleaner. I clean the office. Like I do so much now. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like sometimes receptionist, sometimes assistant. It just depends on what hat I need to wear. I am wearing all types of hats. I just don't want to drop the ball. So like for example, payroll. I have to stay on top of payroll. I have to make sure every other week I'm doing that. I'm doing it accurately. Um, so that's one thing. So all get the paper, making sure I'm like ordering the supplies correctly and they're coming in, you know, correctly for the patients. It's those other little things that you know you need to do, but you're not used to doing it. Like the dental, the dental part. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm thing, but it's just like you need to stay on top of it. Um, making sure I'm training my team. like I said, there's so much. Um, and it's very easy to get overwhelmed if you don't stay organized. And I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed yet, but I definitely know I'm like, Oh, I can't forget this. Like I have a to do list on a to do list all the time now. <laughs> this is you, this is you do, pay my bills, you know, you have to make sure you're paying your bills on that. Like you there is so much Yeah. To do at all times. So I welcome it. To be honest, I welcome it. Yes, it's a lot.
1: But it could be so much worse. Like it could be so much worse. So that's true. Yeah, okay. right. it could be so much worse. <laughs> is there anything like um, yeah. frustrating that's going on that's affecting like the business side of your life in the personal section? Like where you're like, oh man, this is happening. That's why we're not. I'm not performing the best, or nothing's happening. Yeah, uh,
0: I think like right now, sometimes working six days a straight. Like when you work on the business. So I welcome the day when I only work four days in my practice and I get like a day in the middle of the week to work on my business. I get to do all the paperwork, do all the accounting, do all the payroll, do all the little things that I can do when I'm doing patient care or commuting as an associate to do my other job. So I think I'm excited about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, like right
0: now, my, girl, my little girls in the Nutcracker and she's performing, like like a real performance where people pay to go see her. She had cast it. Oh, so wow, really? They, yeah. Heck yeah. She's, she's practicing, like, every night after school. And I don't have the time to go bring her and pick her up and be that dance mom that I want to be. Um, I'm not going to be at every single show because I work Saturdays. But I still manage to volunteer on Sundays. I'm still going to be there and brought tickets for family members. I'm actually giving tickets away. That's another thing I did was like purchase tickets to support them and I give that. I'm going to give that away to patients, which is great. I'm happy I could do that and I hope patients get to enjoy that show too because it's mm-hmm. an awesome show. But I think you know we have the personal line. You know that's it's a balancing act constantly where you want to be more involved but you also want to have a thriving practice and you don't want to feel guilty about you know focusing on one and the other so right now I just do my best Michael I just do my best to make sure I'm taking care of my patients taking care of my team and taking care of my family and it's working out everyone is so understanding everyone has been so gracious my patients and my family knowing that you know you know yes you know yes you may want mommy there every single rehearsal every single show but she may not be able to meet it but it's not because she doesn't want to you know, and I think my little girl understands that. Um, she she definitely does. She definitely helps around the office when that's she can. Good. She polishes up the, the plants for me, things like that, <laughs> or you know, all the yeah. little things she'll do for me around the office. So that's yeah, good. I think that's definitely, definitely, yeah. that can
1: get. I feel like that can be, because you think about it, and you're like, eventually, you may you may tell yourself like the whole reason I started this was not because, like, oh, I want to be a billionaire, right, or anything like that. It's because you wanted to do great work, right, on your own terms. But at the same time, like, have more time with your family, you know?
0: Exactly. But, exactly.
1: And then to, like, sometimes realize I, I have less time now because I got to make this thing work. That's that's exactly. a hard pill. It's so hard to swallow that, you know, because where's the line where you can say, all right, it's it's good enough, you know what I mean. And now I can be time with my family because uh, who, uh, time just flies, so it's not going to stop. It's rough.
0: No, it is, it is. So what 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 I do is I just sacrifice sleep, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't want to sacrifice growing the practice. I don't want to sacrifice being an active family member, mom. So what I do is that I sacrifice a little bit of sleep. And, you know, I don't know how long I could sustain that. But I think, you know, things are going to come around. I think we're, we're doing the groundwork right now. Things are going to come around before, you know, we will have a balanced life. I think in initially you just have to do what you have to do, but never lose focus of what the ultimate vision and goal is. And once you get to that point, go and regroup and spend more time with your family, quality time, take more vacation time. But you have to get there first. And in the meantime, just taking moments and opportunities to focus on your family, what really counts. Like you said, why did you get into this? Because you wanted a balanced life, you know, Mm -hmm. you wanted to do things on your own terms. But sometimes you get so caught up, you forget that and like, you're right. Time doesn't stop. Years go by. and You're like, wait a minute. I thought I said I was going to stop working six days a week once I got to this threshold. You got to that threshold two years ago. Yeah. So so my goal is not to focus on, you know, what I really got to dentistry for, to have that balanced life, to take care of my patients and to be there for my family. Yeah. So eventually, like I said, and it's going to happen like in two weeks where I literally will just be working four days in my practice and truly just focusing on growing the practice and cultivating it into this amazingness I have in my mind. So in the meantime, as much family time as I have, I'm going to take that opportunity and run with it. And to be honest, just because you're opening a practice and running around doesn't mean your family can't be involved. You can't be there. Like when I'm doing these ground marketing events, my family's there, and people love seeing my family there with me. That's good. Like I, I, I come off as being real. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. my daughter is there on her on her days when she's off, but the practice is open, and she's like, you know, in her little room playing or doing schoolwork. So she's always there. Yes, mm-hmm. I can't be there and give her 100% of my attention at all times but she's always there and I think that's nice for her to see mommy opening a practice and growing the business I think that's going to allow her to be independent yeah you know you see a business owner too you know so I think I think there's ways around where you may feel less guilty if you know your child's with you or your loved one's with you your partner's with you yeah. And when you're there, you're actually in the moment. I think sometimes as business owners we're always constantly our minds are racing and we forget to be in the moment when we're sitting down having dinner. I say, turn off your phone, don't watch T V. Just sit down and eat dinner and just focus on the meal and focus on your family. So when you are spending that thirty minutes to an hour eating, you're actually having quality time.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, as opposed to something rushed and Something rush
1: where you're just thinking about
2: a million other things. Yeah. So she, how big
1: is your yeah. family, if you don't mind me asking? oh uh,
0: I just have one little girl and one little um doggy at this point, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and
1: I'm not gonna grow it anytime soon. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. What kind of dog is it, if you don't mind me asking?
0: it's called
1: a beach off the bay i'm a little 13 pound dog oh, <laughs> What? 13 pounds yeah no wow wow so then yeah i mean that could be that can be rough but oh wait like sometimes you know how like because it will get to the all of us get to a point where we're like oh my god it's so stressful this was so much better if i was or things would be so much better if i was just like an associate right just get get my paycheck go home and that's it right don't have to worry about issues or anything we all kind of get to that point but always remember like at one point in your life you prayed for where you're at right now right
0: you got (laughs) to remember that yeah exactly so I did and that's why sometimes I don't get too boggled down and too bothered when things seem like out of control because I'm like this is what I wanted I'm gonna work it out it's gonna be okay But it's getting to that point sometimes, you know, just letting Mm -hmm. your brain rest for a while to say, okay, let's be rational. This is what I wanted. Um, Because like like you said, you made a great point. Like my associateship is going to end December 19th. And it's like, I don't have any extra income coming in. So we have to make this practicing work. (laughs) So like you said, what do I need to do to make sure I have warm bodies in my chair every single day? And I stay basically booked like I am right now. Yeah. And I'm actually planning and patients are saying yes.
1: Yeah, it's going um, good though. It's going good for you. I think it's going really good. So then what's next? What uh what's going on next week?
0: Next week is exciting because patients are coming back to that I treatment plan in the beginning of the month. Um they're coming back for treatment, so where it looks like it's production <laughs> awesome. It's a decent production. So that's a milestone for me. So I had to make sure I have everything ready to go, all my equipment ready to go. Well, before I would just like exams and maybe a cleaning or right now it's like fillings and crown and brick and presenting more comprehensive treatment plans where patients want to know more about Invisalign, They want to know more about, you know, implants or, you know, overdentures. So I have to sit down and, you know, come up with a nice solid plan for that patient and maybe financing options. So now it's like the second phase. Yes, you got them in the door. So now are they gonna say yes, absolutely yes. And so not yes, just a six month recall, yes to like a little film, but yes to like the niche that it's used, things that I really like to do that cost more than a few hundred dollars. So mm-hmm. that's what, you know, next week looks like. So I'm super excited about that. Um I have a small design case coming through. I have a crown and bridge. I have a patient that wants implants and dentures. So it's like a lot of cool things, you know?
1: Yeah, it's so, gonna be yeah. good. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're excited to hear about how everything's going to turn out next week. But before we say goodbye, let the people know where they can contact you, reach out to you, and follow your journey.
0: Okay, I'm always accessible on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, you can go on my website, send me a message. I check that email constantly. So yeah, Odyssey Dental of Summerfield.
1: Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And all that's going to be in the show notes below. In case anybody wants to ask any questions or concerns that you've heard in this episode or you want to reach out to Cassie and then just say what's up, go in the show notes below and check out the social media. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to y'all next week.
0: Bye, everyone. Have a great week, guys.